Hey everybody, this is Jamie Nunley, lead pastor of Victory Fellowship Church. Thanks for listening to the VFC Sermon Podcast. At the end of this episode, please take a moment to download our free VFC Thomasville app, where you can access all of our messages, sermon notes, announcements, and small group lessons. This app is the easiest way to keep up with everything going on here at VFC. So please enjoy the following sermon. We hope it encourages you in your walk with Jesus and helps you to belong, believe, and become. Enjoy. Guys, even if you don't like football, you should come to the Super Bowl party here in the worship center at 6 tonight. Okay, it's going to be fun. I asked our men's leader, uh, um, you know, who are you going for? And we both decided we're going for the pizza. That's what we're going for. And so you, so come for the pizza, all right? Come for the, um, come for, for the, for the fellowship. And then during halftime, we're going to cast a little vision about the men's ministry for this year. So that's going to be awesome. Um, when I was a kid, I was, I was, uh, at Jerger. Jergosaurus. And my teacher, one of my teachers, I did something, I answered a question correct, or I said something about, I don't remember what it was, but the teacher, what she said was, Jamie, you are wise beyond your years. What I heard was, Jamie, you are wise beyond your ears. I was really confused by that. I didn't know if I should be wise in my ears at my ears or beyond my ears. I knew that between my ears was my brain. I was just so confused by that. Later on, last week, I realized (laughs) that it's wise beyond your years. We all need wisdom, don't we? Wisdom is so, so, so important. I'm going to show you in Scripture in just a minute how important it is. But we need to learn how to walk with wisdom. You know, I found wisdom's one of those things, we all know what it is, but if I were to ask you to define wisdom, you'd probably stutter and stammer a little bit, because it's hard to define, but we all know it when we see it. And so I, I, I love crafting definitions of things that are hopefully easy to understand. So wisdom is knowledge applied skillfully. Wisdom is knowledge applied Skillfully. Let, let's kind of walk through this and talk about this knowledge. See, wisdom starts with the accumulation of correct information. It starts with truth. It starts with the facts. If you don't start with the truth, if you don't start with correct facts, then you're not going to be able to be wise. Wisdom will elude you. I've heard it put this way. Uh, knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit... Wisdom is knowing not to put it in fruit salad. Technically, a tomato is a fruit, but it would not go well with the strawberries and the grapes, would it? And so that's wisdom. So, so it starts with knowledge. You have knowledge of something, but then wisdom is more than just knowledge, isn't it? Well, it's knowledge applied. You, you apply something through action. You apply something through doing. I, I shared a story a couple weeks ago about cutting the grass as a kid and Nothing happened because I hadn't engaged the blade. And, and so wisdom is engaging the blade. It, it's, it's actually, you know, uh, doing something with the knowledge. Um, it's not just having knowledge. Scripture says knowledge alone puffs up, but love edifies. 
So you, it's knowledge, but it's applied. But even then, that's not wisdom, is it? I, there have been times when I've applied knowledge and it hadn't worked out so well. It wasn't good. Maybe someone had done something wrong or someone had offended me. So I applied that knowledge by confronting them about it, but I didn't do it in the right way. And it caused the problem to be so much worse. So I still didn't operate in in, in wisdom, even though I had applied my knowledge. So what is wisdom? Well, wisdom is knowledge applied skillfully. Now, I, I struggled to find the right word here. Knowledge applied what? Well, no, but skillfully. And I got that from the Hebrew word for wisdom. If you look up the Hebrew word in the Old Testament for wisdom, one of its meanings is skilled living. Skillful living. Skillful living. It's, it's living in such a way that you're winning at life. You're doing a good job. You've successfully applied your knowledge. And it's just like any other skill. How do you become skillful at something? How do you become good at an activity? Well, through practice and through instruction. Through practice and through instruction. You become good at something by practicing it over and over and over. Whether it's a sport, whether it's an instrument, whether it's learning the new software they just installed at work and you're like, wait, what? You have to practice over and over and over. And, and, and so you become skillful through practice, which is your personal experience with something. The more personal experience you have with something, the better you'll get with it. But it's not only practice, you also need instruction. Well, what is instruction? Well, instruction is someone else's experience. Think about it. Whether you're in school or, or whether you're learning a trade or whether you're learning a, a hobby, you are relying on someone else's experience with that subject, and then you're beginning to apply it to your life. That's called instruction. So to become skillful at something, you have to have your own experience with it, which is practice, and you have to include other people's experience, which is instruction. And so this is how we walk in wisdom. It's knowledge, yes. It's true knowledge, absolutely. It's applied, but it's applied skillfully over time as we experience and we receive instruction from other people. Wisdom is so important. And I was, I was reminded, I was almost, I was just really kind of convicted actually studying for this that I hadn't talked about wisdom in a long time because scripture says, Proverbs 4 7, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And all of your getting, get understanding. Now, the word here for principal, wisdom is the principal thing. This is really interesting. It means first in order of rank. So it means first, like the most important. But it also means the beginning thing. So it's first chronologically too. As a matter of fact, this word principle in Hebrew is the same word, Genesis 1-1, in the beginning. The word for beginning is the same as the word wisdom is the principal thing. So wisdom is the beginning thing. It's the first thing. It's the, it's the very foundation. Anything that you build, if it's not built on wisdom, it's not going to work right. It's so important. It says, therefore, since it's the beginning and the principle and the foundational thing, therefore, get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. In all you're getting. Isn't that what we do? We walk around just getting and getting? But when we get, we need to make sure that we get wisdom. Have you ever gone to the grocery store, and you're there to get one thing, and you end up getting a bunch of other stuff, and you forget the one thing you went there to get? 
And, and, and you spend a minimum of 50 bucks. I, there's like a $50 cover charge at Walmart. Like there's no way to get out of that place without spending at least. I'm like, every time, wow, this is ridiculous. In all of our getting, don't forget the principal thing. Don't forget the reason that you went there. For us, it's wisdom. It's wisdom. It's principle. Look, you want wisdom. We're going to talk about this more next week. But scripture talks about wisdom so much, and it talks about the benefits of wisdom. Here's just a few of them. The results of wisdom are long life. Hey, that's good. Peace. Prosperity. Protection. Promotion. Well, this sounds like prosperity teaching. No, 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 no. This is the natural result. This is not you striving to make God happy enough to bless you. That's not what this is talking about. This is living in in God's preordained system of blessing when you walk in wisdom. When you walk in wisdom, the the automatic response is blessing. You can't not be blessed if you're walking in wisdom. And so this is an amazing opportunity that we have to enter into is walking in wisdom. So I want to share with you some things, four things real quick about walking with wisdom. Here's the first one. Wisdom comes from God. Wisdom comes from God. Proverbs chapter two, verses six through seven, it says, for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. I love that. So God is the source of wisdom. I love, he stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He stores up. You know, you can't go to God and say, Lord, I need wisdom in this specific situation. He's like, oh man, I gave it to the guy down the street. I don't have any wisdom left. I'm so sorry. You should have asked sooner. That's not how it works. God's wisdom is a well that never runs dry. It never stops. And he stores it up. He's storing it up. He's saving it up so that when you, the upright, by the blood of Jesus, come into his presence and you ask for wisdom, he's like, I got that. I'm already prepared to give you the wisdom that you need. You look at the New Testament, James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, that's all of us at certain times, right? Any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally, and without reproach, and it will be given to him liberally. In other words, God just, just doesn't throw a little wisdom your way. God, I need wisdom. Okay, here's some. No, no, no. He's like, as much as you need. He just keeps giving and giving and giving and giving it. And without reproach. What does that mean? He doesn't make fun of you or give you a hard time for asking. You ever done that to someone? Have you ever uh, asked someone for something? And they, they give it to you. And then for the next six months, they remind you about how great they were giving that to you. <laughs> God doesn't do that. You know, when you go to him in your prayer time, he's, and he's, he's not like, hey, you remember that time I gave you wisdom? That was awesome. He doesn't do that. He, he's, he gives liberally and without reproach. The key, the key is to ask him. The key is to recognize God as the source of wisdom. Here's the next thing you should know. Because God's wisdom is not like other wisdom. Now there are other wisdoms out there. There are other wisdoms available for you to listen to, for you to act upon. But God's wisdom is wholly different and separate 
from those types of wisdom. James chapter 3, 13 through 17 He says, who is wise and understanding among you? Hey, anyone wise? Anyone understanding? Okay, cool. Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. Anyway, if you think you're wise, prove it. Show us. Don't just tell us. Show us if you think you're wise. Show us through good conduct. Show us through that skillful living that we talked about. But if you have bitter envy... And self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. In other words, look, if you say you're wise, but you have bitterness and envy and self-seeking, you're lying. You are not wise. You might think you're wise, but you're not. Verse 15, this wisdom does not descend from above. You know, the wisdom that says, you know, they hurt me, so I'm going to hurt them. That's only fair. Well, that, that's not godly wisdom. It's a conventional wisdom. It's a worldly wisdom, but it's not God's wisdom. It says, this wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. So what does that tell us? That means that there are different types of wisdom available that you're going to be tempted to walk in that are earthly. It's just a natural wisdom, conventional wisdom. People say, hey, well, this is what you do. If someone hurt you, you hurt them back. Someone says, hey, this is how, this is how you, know, you, you handle this financial situation in your life. Go get a bunch of debt. It's, it's fine, no big deal. This is how you handle this relational issue in your life. It's just earthly. Some of it is sensual. In, in other words, having to do with your senses, with your soul. Just whatever makes you feel good. Oh, sweetheart, just follow your heart. That's terrible advice. Scripture says the heart is deceitfully wicked. Your heart is lying to you. You've got you to watch out for that heart. No, no, no. You don't just follow your heart. That's sensual wisdom. And some wisdom, you guys, some wisdom, now get this, is even demonic in nature. One of the roles of the supernatural realm, the demonic realm, is to, is to um, release false information and false wisdom uh, for us to potentially buy into. We don't need to walk in that. How do we know the difference? We look at God's wisdom, right? So it says, it says, this wisdom doesn't descend from above, but it's earthly, sensual, and demonic. Verse 16, for where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. Verse 17, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Love that. First thing, first thing you need to know about God's wisdom is pure. What does that mean? No ulterior motives, not manipulative, not controlling. Not controlling of you or manipulative of you or you trying to control or manipulate others. It's pure. The wisdom of God is pure, then peaceable. It's not, if, if, if the things that you're doing, the wisdom you're using leads to unrest. And, and, and no peace, it's not God's wisdom. You've operated in the wrong wisdom. It's pure, it's peaceable, it's gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits. The fruits of the Spirit, right? Without partiality and without hypocrisy. See, there's, just, there's, there's, just, there's not just one wisdom that's available. There's multiple kinds, and God's is not like any other. Proverbs 14, 12 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it leads to death. Have you, have you ever, ever like made a decision and you're just like, you look back and just cause this huge explosion of just junk in your life? And you're like, I could have sworn this was the right thing to do. Yeah, me too. 
It, it, it's, it's, it was worldly wisdom. It seemed right at the time, but in the end, it didn't work out. Why? It wasn't God's wisdom. God has a wisdom for you. He's got a wisdom for you. And we have to learn how to walk in that. Here's the third thing I want you to know. Wisdom belongs to those who are teachable. This is, okay, Jamie, you've convinced me there's a different kind of wisdom out there. God is the source of wisdom. I want this wisdom. Cool, cool. Next step, we'll get to all the details in a little bit. Next step, though, is you need to recognize whether or not you have a teachable heart. Because in order to live skillfully, like that's what wisdom is, is is to apply knowledge skillfully, then, then we've got to be teachable. We've got to be humble. It's so easy to make ourselves the exception, isn't it? So easy to think, well, I mean, that works for everyone else. That's cool, but I'm going to be just fine. No, you're not. You're not the exception. You're not the exception. None of us are. I'm not the exception. Well, I'm the pastor, so I can do. No, no, mm-mm. no, it's even worse for me. We have to be humble. We have to be teachable. Proverbs 10, 8, the first part of this verse, it says, The wise are glad to be instructed. You know, when someone comes to you and says, Hey, can I give you some advice? And you go, No, I'm good. That's a problem. That's an issue. And you may not say it that way, but all the way you say, Sure. And then they're talking and you're like, Not that I've done that, but. (laughs) You start tuning them out and like, What is that thing on their face? You know, you just lose. You know, a wise person is glad to be instructed. Oh, you've got something to share? Sweet. Yeah, share it. That's awesome. I'd love to hear more. You know, one of the things I tell our leadership all the time here is like, look, I want to know what you think. Now, I, I might not always implement it. I mean, that, that's, that's a whole process, you know. That, but, but, but I want to hear. So, well, well, Jamie, I think this should be done. This should be cool. I, that's wonderful. I'd love to hear about that. Don't get mad if I don't do it. But it's an open door policy. I want to hear about, because I want to remain teachable. And I've learned some of the greatest lessons in my life by people who were honestly, at the time, I thought were beneath me. People who don't have anything. Oh, I, yeah, I, I know more than they do. Yeah, yeah. And in our arrogance, the Lord humbles us and teaches us through everyone. Come on, y'all. He used a donkey in the Old Testament. He can use you. He can use anyone. Right? And so we need to be teachable. Proverbs 9 9 says, Instruct the wise, and they will be even wiser. Teach the righteous, and they will learn even more. You know, a wise person is not interested in proving to you how much they know, they're interested in learning even more. And if you've gotten to a part in your life, and I've been there, there have been seasons in my life where this has been where, where I was. Your whole goal is to prove to everyone how much you know you're not wise. You've ceased to be wise because wisdom requires a teachable heart. We've, we, we've got to learn to be open to instruction. The fourth thing and the last thing I want you to know about wisdom is that wisdom is an opportunity. It's not mandatory. Wisdom is an opportunity. 
It's not mandatory. As soon as you pray and you receive Christ as your Savior, you say, I am living my life oriented to Jesus. What I do, what I say, where I go, everything is now going to be checked by whether or not it's a Jesus thing. That's what salvation is, by the way. It's not just praying a prayer or filling out a card. It's orienting your life and behaving according to what Jesus says. It's faith in him. It's believing, hey, if I do things God's way, I'll get God's results. Versus if I do things my way, I'll get my results. Salvation is following a person. It's not even believing the right thing. As you follow the person, you'll believe the right thing. So as soon as you pray the prayer and you follow Jesus, oh, I've got all wisdom. No, you have all wisdom available to you. It's still an opportunity, though. See, God wants you to come into alignment with him. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 29 through 31. By the way, there's been a lot of Proverbs references this morning. Proverbs is the book of wisdom, and we're going to talk about it uh, during the coming weeks. Proverbs was actually um, compiled. Um, it's not all of Solomon's wisdom. He actually, uh, it was kind of like uh, he would go through uh, ancient Twitter and collect all the really cool tweets that he liked, writings from all the different people all over, and he compiled them into a book for his family. That's Proverbs. It's chock full of wisdom. And Solomon was known to be one of the, the last session uh, that we're going to do uh, in this series is going to be about the life of Solomon. And so uh, Proverbs, the whole thing, is about wisdom. I encourage you, dig in. It's good for you. We need it. So Proverbs chapter 1, the very first, the beginning of it, 29 through 31, wisdom is being personified. So wisdom, is, it's the writing, it's, it's a literary device. Okay, wisdom's not a person. Well, technically wisdom's Jesus, but you know what I mean. It's, it's, it talks about wisdom being a woman who's talking. So wisdom is talking in, in this chapter. It's called personification. And wisdom says, for they hated knowledge and chose not to fear the Lord. They rejected my advice, wisdom's advice, and paid no attention when I, wisdom, corrected them. Therefore, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way, choking on their own schemes. Ouch, wisdom, be nice. They must eat the fruit, deal with the consequences, of living their own way. See, you know that you can be a believer in Jesus, you can attend church, and then you can still be a fool. Proverbs says that the person who isn't wise is a fool. We're going to talk more about that next week. But you you can love Jesus. You, You can sing the songs. You can memorize some scripture. But if you don't apply it to your life skillfully, you're still not wise. It's an opportunity. What will happen if you don't take this opportunity? You will be left to your own devices. And look, I think you're fantastic, but you're not God. You need his help. I need his help. We all need his help. So make the decision to embrace the opportunity. It's a good opportunity. Proverbs 9, Proverbs 9 verse 20. It says, get all the advice and instruction you can so you will be wise the rest of your life. Don't be a know-it-all. Don't think that you already know everything. You know, sometimes I, I'll admit, I'll, I'll be listening to a, a, a preacher or a teacher, and 
They'll say, well, today we're going to be talking about this. And I'm like, oh, okay, I know that. You ever, you ever done that before? Especially if you, those of you, if you like me, grew up in church and you heard every sermon there ever was. I mean, I can, I can listen to another pastor, no joke, and I can tell you, I tell you exactly what he's going to say next. I know his next point. I know the scripture reference he's going to use. I've heard it all. But I have to train my heart to be open. We have to train our minds and our hearts to be open to instruction. We don't know everything. And, and God has given us through his word an amazing opportunity to get all the advice and instruction that we possibly can. And not just put it up here, but to put it in here in our hearts. And to apply it skillfully. To apply it skillfully. And my question to you this morning is simple. Are you walking with wisdom? Are you using every opportunity to honor the Lord? Are you using every opportunity to receive instruction from him? Are you substituting your own judgment for his? Well, you know, that book was written so long ago. Surely I'm the exception by now. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. We have to humble ourselves and walk with wisdom. Let's stand for prayer. I want you guys to all have wisdom beyond your ears. I don't know what that means. Let's do some business with the Lord. Let's, let's just kind of turn inward. Close your eyes. It's just a way to, to focus on him and block out distractions. Ask the Lord, just you and him. It doesn't have to be out loud. Am I walking with wisdom, Lord? Ask him. Listen. What's your first gut reaction to that question? It's probably the Lord talking to you. Am I receiving instruction? Have I recognized that, God, your wisdom is different than the world's wisdom? Have I treated wisdom like it's the principal, beginning, foundational thing? Am I teachable? Ask the Holy Spirit that. Am I teachable? Or do I think I already know it all? Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to invite you to pray this prayer. I want to lead this prayer, lead you in this prayer. And and let me just say this before I do this. If you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, if there's never been a point in time, you know, maybe you've been affiliated with Christianity somehow throughout your whole life. You just, maybe your parents brought you or you've always just kind of liked Christian music or something like that. That's, That's great. I'm not talking about that. Seriously, be honest with yourself. Is there a point in time where you said, from this point forward, I belong to Jesus. I'm going to live the way he says. I'm going to do the things he says. I'm going to talk how he talks. My life is no longer, I'm no longer in control of my own life. I'm I'm surrendering control. I'm yielding everything I am, everything I have to him. Well, be honest. Have you ever done that? Really? Have you really, truly done that? With everyone's eyes still closed. Look, if you haven't done that, there's an awesome solution to that. It doesn't cost any money. <laughs> you don't have to go away to a big conference in a big city. 
Here's what you do. Right here, where you are right now, you surrender your heart to the Lord. You say, okay, Lord, this is it. This is it. Salvation starts in your heart. It then moves to your mouth. And then it's evidence through your life. You need to make that decision. We would love to pray with you if you've never done it. We're going to have an altar ministry team up here in just a moment. I encourage you, don't put it off. Don't talk yourself out of it. That's not wise. (laughs) Humble yourself. Go to the team and say, I need to make that commitment for the first time. And I need to tell somebody. Let me lead you in this prayer, though, where we say we're going to be wise, where we yield to the wisdom of the Lord. Just say this. Say, Lord Jesus, I need your wisdom. Because my best is still not good enough. I recognize that wisdom is the principal thing. So I'm going to get it with your help. I recognize true wisdom comes from you. It's not like the world's wisdom. So I determine to be teachable. And I choose to take the opportunity that you're offering me to be wise. Help me, Holy Spirit, be wise and be foolproof. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Eric, will you close us? Hey, once again, thanks for listening to the VFC podcast. If you live in the Thomasville area, we would love for you to connect with us in person. For more information about our weekly gatherings, including service times and directions, just visit us at vfcthomasville.org.